Philadelphia Union, San Jose, Earth, DC, United, Los Angeles, Galaxy, Beach Pass, Colorado Rapids, Vancouver Whitecaps, Orlando City SC, Montreal Impact, NYC FC, Seattle Sounders, Pitch Pass, your all-access credential to the people that matter in MLS. Here's your host, Greg Roach. Appreciate you downloading this episode of the show. Also appreciate you hitting up pitchpass.com. Listen in the past episodes as well. You will find out information that maybe you didn't know about some of your favorite teams and players in MLS. Speaking of, not many people in the league had a better week than our guest today on the show. He was instrumental in a huge week for San Jose Earthquakes. It's forward Quincy Ameriqua. He joins us right now. Quincy, how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm very well. Um, I got a lot to get into with you. Uh, first off, though, as a D.C. United fan, I will say to you, con- congratulations on your, your, your week last week. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> sorry, sorry, it was at the expense of uh, your team. Did you did you think hitting hitting the road? And look, we can be honest now. The week is behind us. Um, did you think as you guys hit the road with two games against two teams that that are are doing well in the league this year that you'd be able to come back and get the full points? Uh, I wouldn't say we. You know, I wouldn't say that you you would think. Getting all six points would be as easy, but I mean, you don't go into road trips thinking that you won't get points on the road. You know, at the same time, we knew it'd be difficult, but we didn't think it would be impossible. And um, I think because we knew it's kind of crunch time for playoffs that we need to get a win, that uh, we were we were more more prepared and on the front foot than uh, the two teams when when they were seeing us. At what point? At Sporting Park, do you guys look around at each other and go, "Okay, this is this is our night. We're we're going for it," and hopefully, all of us can get a goal. To be honest, I think within the first five minutes. Really? Just uh, yeah, the just our initial our initial chemistry and pressure and play. You, you just knew it was going to be a long night for KC. I didn't. I don't think we were thinking we were going to end up putting five away, but we we knew we were going to. You knew early we were going to win the game. So then, when we take it uh, for the rest of the week and into the into Saturday, you guys fly right from from Kansas City to Washington D.C. Uh, to take on D.C. United. Uh, I, I guess uh, Dom is telling you guys the whole time, "Hey, you know, we got our three points. We pro- this is probably more than what we would have expected coming out of the road trip. Let's not lose sight of the ball and let's let's make sure we go for the six points." Was there any concern about a let up going into Saturday's match? No, I wouldn't say that. I think the guys' mentality was. Um, you know, obviously happy with the with the with the commanding win in KC, but also not to uh, drink our own Kool Aid. You know, not yeah. get too high off success and not come out uh, ready ready for a, a second game. I think that result maybe made DC maybe made DC even not take us as seriously because they went, oh, it's a fluke. You know, yeah. Uh, and now they're going to be tired. It should be an easy game. I think. Um, Maybe having that mindset played to played to their disadvantage and and clearly our advantage coming in because we knew that it you know it's still we still needed to get three points to be in a position to knock on the door of their last playoff spot so um I think it kind of just was a culmination of us being prepared and knowing and understanding the stakes we're at, and uh, teams maybe 
having to foot off the pedal a little bit. Okay, well, and, and this might be a, a difficult question for you to answer since you haven't been on uh, San Jose the entire season, but what, what would you say to the person who said Kansas City was a fluke? What, like, what have we seen from San Jose to make us think that it wasn't a fluke, and what did you guys know going into San Jose, or maybe even throughout your tenure with the, the club, that, that that's the kind of performances you guys were capable of all along? Well, I would say just just looking at the depth of of offensive ability amongst uh, the guys on the team, there's a lot of speed and a lot of uh, skill on the team and a lot of uh, experience, you know. And uh, knowing how MLS is, any team on any day can can have that type of performance, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you have the mindset that no team is so much better than you that you can't get a win pretty much whatever whatever you're expecting to get out of the game, you're you're capable of getting out of the game. So um, I'm not going to say we're, we're going in thinking we're going to win the game 5-0. Uh, no, but uh, I do know that we, we went into the game expecting and knowing we would win, you know. And I think, uh, I think by believing in that as strongly as we did and catching KC on their heels uh, kind of, kind of, you know, surprised, it just it just made that exponentially better. The I was I was at the match at RFK on Saturday, and I, I really focused on you because of the fine form that you've been in. And I'm like, okay, well, let me let me see what Quincy's bringing to the table. If if he's doing something different than than what I would think of when I think of you as a player. And the thing that I came away with, I mean, I knew you were quick. The thing I came away with was your strength and your your willingness to kind of do the dirty work of a of a of a number nine up top and and kind of bang heads with the center backs. And, and and get dirty. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, my game is as a hold-up striker. That's how it's always been and always what, I've want, what, I, what I'm most comfortable playing. Um, you know, from outside people looking in, their outside perspective, people, you know, tend to make assumptions of other people's game just based on the physical, yes. the physical attributes. And because I do have some speed or, you know, I'm quick on my first couple steps, to get me behind, I was kind of assumed my role to be used. And early in my career, if you're brought on as kind of the super sub guy where you only get 10, 15 minutes, um, it doesn't suit to a hold-up striker's game who need, you know, whose whose job is to basically be patient and wait for opportunities to come. When you're when you're the super sub off the bench, uh, you might only get one opportunity in the game if you're lucky. And uh, I think because of that. Uh, maybe I was kind of put into a uh, a box in terms of what my capabilities were as a player, but also knew that if I just worked, kept doing the right things long enough, eventually I'd get my chance to play, and that's that's what happened in 2014. And I and you know, I guess it surprised some people. Uh, I would say unfortunately because yeah. I, I was capable of this all along. You know, it's just a matter of having the opportunity to play consistent minutes. So, I mean, it's 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 finally nice to see that people are recognizing and appreciating the work that I do up top and how I play. But it, it's also frustrating at the same time that this is how I've been playing for years. So to me, this isn't new. You know, it isn't, you know, uh, unexpected, I guess, and uh, a shock okay, to well, me because I know this is how I, I'm capable of playing and, and how I expect to play on a uh, on a 
on a game-by-game basis. Well, that's interesting because my next question to you would have been when you first got back to San Jose, this is your second stint with the club, and and Dom kind of got one over your role and what he expected of you. Uh, I was going to ask you, did your eyes light up? But it sounds to me as if you were like, okay, let's go. Let, let's roll. I'm ready to do This is what I do, and I'm ready to do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, two thousand. I guess the the best thing I can reference is 2014, um, you know, uh, was the first year where I finally got more than two consistent starts in a row, yeah. you know, and got to play 90 minutes, and that ended up turning into uh, a solid a solid season. You know, eight goals, five assists, five PKs drawn, you know, and then the most fouled player in the league, you know. So then that showed my ability to be a starter in this league and contribute and score goals as well as help create goals. So uh, in 2000, but unfortunately, because we didn't make the playoffs, uh Teams need to make changes and try to bring guys in, and they brought in a lot of big DP signings. Um, and because I'm not a highly big player, it kind of <laughs> moves you to the back, to the back, you know. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, it, it, uh, for one reason or another, it didn't <clears throat> didn't result in much playing time. So I think other teams, uh, and especially Dom, realized, you know, uh, there's an opportunity to get me on trade, and not bringing me in as just a guy to fill the roster, but as a guy to contribute, especially with uh, while Wando is gone. But um, also once he comes back and moving forward, and and I think, um, you know, I've done well to show that I, I can be integrated with the team consistently and be looked to as, the, as, a, as a key guy going forward. It's funny to hear a guy who has the quickness to play a different style of game say, no, 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 I'd rather roll up my sleeves and get dirty in the center than try to uh, slip by you with a, with a move. Uh, if I had my preference, I'd rather grind you down. Yes. I mean, I think that's, <laughs> that's been my game my entire career, um, especially even in college as far I mean, college and before. Um, uh, my my style of play, my, my preference is just to to just wear you down. Usually most of my goals come in the 80th and 90th minute of games because eventually I feel defenders just get sick and tired of dealing with me. Yep. And uh, then they tune out at any point in time, and, and that's when I, I usually score a goal. And in the meantime, I'm just you know working hard, going for balls that maybe most players wouldn't go for, you know, doing and, and catching people off guard. So I think that's what ends up leading to creating more chances or as many chances, especially for myself and other players, just because, you know, I, I just don't, I'd like to, I'd like to fight. That's what I enjoy doing. So anytime I can get into a battle, I, I prefer that where I don't think very many players um, are, are very inclined to that. <laughs> so, uh, something that hasn't been with you your entire career is your spectacular man bun. That, that seems to be new for this year. Yes. Um, yes. As a man who, who, who rocks a man bun, I feel like you are the perfect person to ask about uh, the popularity of man buns in not just MLS, but in the world of soccer and how yours compares to other man buns throughout the, uh, the sport. Well, I guess mine is in its, it's, in its infancy. It is. It, it, by the time it gets to its glorious, <laughs> uh, luxurious, you know, uh, main of a of a bun, it will it will be eventually. It uh, I'll pro- I'll hopefully I'll take it to a next level. So you've moved I mean, you've the, moved all in on the man bun. This isn't this isn't a flash in a pan. You've moved all your chips into the pile and saying I'm betting on man bun. 
yeah, for now. I mean, <laughs> I think I think I've had I've had a, a, a ridiculous number of hairstyles in the league, and mainly just because I'm like, well, if I can grow my hair and do a bunch of different stuff, I might as well do it. Exactly. There's a couple guys who are unfortunately have already lost their hair by the time they're my age, yep. so they would love to be able to do all these types of things. So the least I can do for them is to, <laughs> to uh, you know, experiment as much as possible. So I'm yeah. So that's all it goes. The, the thing with it too is uh. What I like about it is it's polarizing. It's either you love it or you hate it. Um, and either way, by doing it that way, it generates conversation and gets people engaged. So, I mean, yeah. I, I, look, and, and you, you, you mentioned that your man bun is in its infancy, uh, but you can see, like, it's, it's, if, if this were some man bun sort of draft, I, I would be drafting your man bun as a keeper league because I know in a couple of years it's going to be a full potential uh, superstar man bun. But I do have to ask you to compare yourself with the guy who kind of set the standard for man buns in MLS at least, and also for, for different adventures from hairstyles like yourself, and that would be Russell Tybert of Vancouver. How does your man bun compare to his now uh, deceased man bun? I'm not sure. I don't even know if I've even really seen it. I can't, I can't remember. Uh, so you're trash talking his man bun. He's a trash talking his man bun. I, I don't know. I've seen it. <laughs> I need to see some. I need to see some photos before I can make a, an honest assessment of his uh, man bun prowess. But you, obviously, your goal is to to lead the league in, in man bun uh, likes. I guess. Yes, 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 yes. One of many, one of many uh, <laughs> of a long of a long list of goals I have for for this league. Um, I wanted to ask you about the uh, the hashtag that is hopefully going to be sweeping the nation, and I would assume is sweeping the uh, San Jose area, and that would be hashtag Quincy time. When can we expect Quincy time to really be the consistent uh, viewing that we all know it can be? You mean the the show or on the field? The the show. Uh, we 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 talked about on the field, Quincy. I'm talking about the show. Well, you know, I'm I'm busy I'm busy working away trying to get a, a national TV deal. Hopefully that comes <laughs> sooner rather than later. You talking to people? In the meantime, we 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 did record we did record a, the first San Jose uh, San Jose hosted episode of Quincy time. I'm I'm Fantastic. waiting on our on our the video team to finalize with some edits and stuff. But hopefully, I'd like to get it out sooner than later. Um, and uh, got a couple of other ideas, and got a, a few you know fan submitted challenges that I that I thought were pretty fun or would be fun to do. So um, hopefully, we can get them going to where they're coming out almost as consistently as they did when I was had my time in Chicago. Well, and and for people who don't know, uh, and I'm sure people in Chicago know because uh, I mean, I watched the videos. They're, they're fantastic. They're funny. They're, they're, they're soccer related most times. So it's not like you're walking too far away from maybe what a person is expecting. But for people who don't know, tell me or tell everyone what Quincy Time, the, the, the show is uh, that we can find obviously at QuincyAmeriquois.com. Yeah, so you can go to my website, com, or go directly to quincytime.co and uh, kind of see all the videos we've got uploaded there. But for, I guess the best the best uh, way to explain it is my tagline is, it's my time, it's my show, I do what I want. So kind of whatever I feel like doing is what I'm going to do. And if I like, uh, if I like uh, a challenge idea a fan sends in, uh, if I don't like one, <laughs> if, I, uh, <laughs> if I saw something funny on TV that I wanted to recreate, if... Uh, uh, I wanted to do a sketch, or I wanted to highlight someone or something that I uh, that I believe deserves to be highlighted or acknowledged for something. Uh, I'm gonna 
force the force the video team to come out and record me doing some <laughs> stupid stuff doing it. So, and then whatever results is what what comes of it. I'd say mo- most of the time it's soccer related, and then sometimes it gets real weird and crazy, like the uh, planetarium uh, tour that we did. I think that was the last episode I did with Chicago, uh, Alder Planetarium. Uh, yeah, that's real weird. It's just <laughs> that really weird. And it had nothing to do with soccer, and uh, I I enjoyed it. I don't know. There's another polarizing thing where people were just like, I don't even know what I just watched, <laughs> and other people were saying this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. So, well, I don't. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if you want to give any any clues as to what the next episode is about. But I I heard uh, rumors about something involving root beer, or is that, have I given too much away, or is that not even in the ballpark? No, 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 no. So so that one was just like a. A little. It was like a, a promo for. I think AW Root Beer was um, hosting one of our last matches, and we did just like a, a Root Beer Float Challenge. Uh, Root Beer Float Challenge with some of the guys. That wasn't necessarily a Quincy time thing. It was just a, like a fun one off, and that was already released. I think like two or three weeks ago. So is that but, uh, that's something that's something for San Jose viewers to kind of get uh, the mindset of okay, okay, this is Quincy's personality. Now we're going to hit you with Quincy time. Exactly. It's kind of, you know, to warm them up a little bit so they see, they can understand what's about to come. And I don't even know if you can be prepared. Sometimes <laughs> it's just, you know, just kind of take it over the top. It's, uh, you know, a very competitive person. So whenever we do challenges, which this next Quincy Time episode is, um, I like, uh, I think fans, it's, it's good fans to know, to listen to the rules very closely and, <laughs> and a very literal person. So, um they're very loose with the rules at the same time maintaining them at the, so uh it makes it makes for good fun and i think uh i think uh, they'll enjoy it and i you know my teammates enjoy it too because it gives them something to kind of participate in and just blow some steam and have some fun at the same time yeah and i know you do it because you, you mentioned even when in regards to hairstyles you, you just you like to have fun you like to do things a little differently and i think for fans like myself it's it's great to see that side of of players and it's not just all seriousness it's all business on the field there has to be a time where you blow off some steam but i look at those and i, I look at how well you do as a host and that's not just blowing smoke but you're very natural uh you're a very natural talker um but then I, I go to your, your Twitter page and the you list all of the things that you consider yourself and maybe the fourth or fifth thing is professional soccer player. You got things like entrepreneur, uh, mentor, and, and I, it occurred to me as I was doing that and as I was watching these videos, Quincy's thinking about life after soccer already. And is, is that a true statement? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been thinking about life after soccer since I was in high school. You know, I've always used soccer as a means to help pay for my education and then while while playing in college I did well enough to the point where uh, professional was a uh, was an option but it, nece- it wasn't necessarily my end goal my end goal has always been to run my own businesses and multiple businesses and in in, in in a magnitude and variety of things and uh, also teaching other people that there's a million ways to accomplish the same goal and that you don't have to follow exactly what someone else uh, what, what someone else's plan or what someone else has told you is the only path to a particular way to live your life. And uh, those are kind of the things I'm, I'd like to show by by doing, you know. I, I'm going to do an episode of Quincy Time, but I, it, just because I'm doing a show doesn't mean I can't perform well on the field. Yeah. Just because I, you know, just because I change my hair up doesn't mean that I don't take this seriously. Or just because I'm a soccer player doesn't mean that's the only thing I care about or what I really 
commit my time to outside of it. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's kind of just a, a culmination of all those things. And uh, I think every, everyone knows that, especially when it comes to professional sports, it, it's, uh, it's already only so long. And there's a lot of factors that can make it a lot shorter than, than you'd like it to be. So uh, I think the second that you come into the league, the first thing you should think about is, what am I going to do with, with the extra time that I'm given while doing this that will put me in the best position to do what it is I want to do rather than do what I have to do once I'm done playing? And what do you say to the person, and I'm not one of these people, but what do you say to the person who says, okay, well, if he's already thinking about getting out of the league or what he's going to do after the league, how focused is he on what he is doing now? Uh, to me, I, I look at you as a guy who, who looks at his life and goes, the more things I can put on my plate, the happier I am because I love diving into different things. Yeah, I think, well, because everyone's different, you know. Uh, some people need to be focused on one thing, otherwise they can't concentrate and they won't perform to their ability. Me, on the other hand, the more things I have and the more things that I am focused on committing to and doing uh, allows me to be more prepared for, for let's say, soccer in particular or anything else because I know when I'm there and I'm showing up, I have to perform. For the very same, for the very reason that someone can then be able to say, well, you were doing this and you did this and that's why you didn't do well. And now I want to be able to say, well, I did this, I did that, I did the other thing, and I still scored a goal and I helped set up this goal and uh, uh, we still performed and we still made the playoffs. So what's, what's, the, ex- what's the excuse for not doing more now? Yep. You know? yep. uh, I, don't want, I don't want people to short se- shortchange themselves or short se- sell themselves. You can do a lot more than you think you're capable of. And um, I think being too focused in the sense of like overly dedicated – to the point where you're not enjoying yourself is just detrimental to your own success. Quincy, I think that if if you are giving a, a speech where you're where you're walking around with slides over you and and the uh, the, the the headset microphone in front of fifteen thousand people at a local convention center, I think I I just bought a ticket to go watch you. Awesome, because I plan on hopefully doing that one day, and you'll be the first person I'm reaching out to when that when tickets go on sale. That's absolutely happening. You sold me on that. Um, bef- before I let you go, uh, California Classico is coming up. What, what what side of the coin does Bakersfield lead? Oh, I, I consider it like Central California. So but is it so? Is that, that is that is that is that Galaxy Country or is that Quakes Country? I mean, to be honest, I don't think the Quakes or Galaxy are claiming Bakersfield. Most people aren't. I think <laughs> me and maybe a handful of other people are only claiming Bakersfield. Um, so I think they're pretty sports neutral. But I would say they're probably leaning more towards L.A. for the simple fact that uh, geographically it's yes. closer. You're Bakersfield leaning L.A., which I, I figured, uh, but you're for the Quakes. So so what is it about the California Classico that kind of uh, interests you and, and something that you're looking forward to being involved in again? I mean, just rivalry games are fun. You know, it, it kind of makes more of a buzz. It gets people more excited. And then at the end of the day, it makes it, it makes the game more of a fight, which uh, tailors to my style of play. Yes, it does. So the more, yeah, so more, the more angry both sides are, or the more committed both are to getting stuck in on tackles and being aggressive. Uh, I think the more they're playing into my, my preference of, of style of play. So um, those are the games that I like most. And those are the games that I feel I, uh, I, uh, do the best in. So uh, that's why I'm looking forward to them. And it's just nice to be back in California, to be honest. I, I'm really happy uh, to be back out here. And hopefully it uh, it continues on past this year. 
Uh, QuincyAmeriquad.com is where you can find the videos that we've been discussing uh, throughout this conversation. Uh, Quincy, thank you very much, and best of luck to you, and not just not just on the field, but uh, your off-field interests as well. I'm um, really looking forward to seeing uh, what you do in the future with that regards as well. So thank you for the time. I appreciate it. Awesome. No problem. Uh, glad to be on the show. show information, go to pitchpass.com.